You're listening to Revolution Fire Ministries podcast. For more information or resources, visit us on the web at www.revolutionfireministries.com. Hey friends, uh, Derek and Heather here with Revolution Fire Ministries uh, starting this new series called Faith Builders. And today I want to take a look at a fundamental practice um, that is as old as time but has modern day applications and benefits to each and every one of us and and what that is that practice uh, is actually fasting Um, there's a well-known well well known to us individual by the name of mike bickle he's the founder of the international house of prayer in kansas city and you can actually find the link on our website to their page, or it's ihopkc.org. Uh, Mike says, when speaking of fasting, that fasting is abstaining from legitimate pleasures so that you can feast on superior pleasures. So this idea that, you know, um, we should already be abstaining from things that aren't good for us. Um, that's part of living a lifestyle of holiness. Uh, but living a fasted lifestyle and fasting is really abstaining from those legitimate things that are not bad for you, all so that you can feast on those superior pleasures. Um, fasting can be a, a touchy topic, um, and I want to start with some basic principles found in Matthew 6, uh, 16 through 18, and I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. I know my wife, Heather, loves the New King James Uh, So we'll be switching up the versions a little bit. So Matthew 6, starting in verse 16, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable, disheveled, so people admire them for their fasting. But I tell you the truth. This is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you do in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you. Uh, There's power and an amazing reality about fasting that part of it is in the secret hidden place before God. But I find it interesting that Jesus talks about (laughs) there's rewards that come along with fasting, and those rewards are at a personal level. Um, And so uh, there's definitely a time and a place And I just want to quick point out that uh, we see after Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist, it says that he's led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness and fasted for 40 days. So uh, if Jesus needed to fast, uh, how much more do we need to fast? So uh, with that, I want to bring my wife in and have her share a little bit about uh, her journey with fasting, uh, what the Lord's done in her heart and really what fasting means to her. So, um, Heather, would you mind kind of sharing a little bit of your story with fasting and and really uh, what the Lord's done in your heart uh, through fasting? Well, I didn't used to really like fasting. Actually, I kind of was pushed away from it because it seemed kind of hard to do Mm -hmm. Um, until I went to Kansas City where all these people fasted all the time. And by Kansas City, we're we're talking about the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Yes. And 
Um, honestly, I kind of went into it very blindly, like, all right, well, I guess they're doing it, so I'll do it, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they had, like, a certain day a week where, you know, everyone would fast together, and, and then there was times where they would do longer fasts, like seven days or ten days or whatever, and, and so I was like, all right, well, I'll try this, and I discovered the beauty of fasting, through blindly getting into it Mm. um now i i love fasting i feel like the lord's given it to us as as a gift into not just you know for him you know he's given it to us you know for him for so we can feast on him but it's also for us and i for me i discovered through it that it caused my heart to be tenderized it would cause um tenderizing meaning like the my depravity my weakness would start to surface and it instead of wallowing in it almost it 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 caused me to to lean into him and when I did that I would start to feel the Lord in a different way that I haven't felt versus if I didn't fast yeah I can still experience the Lord outside of fasting but there was something about setting aside the things that I enjoyed, whether it was food or social media or all those things, but there was something about setting those things aside and, and allowing my heart it to almost become weakened. It almost felt like my heart melted mm. kind of before God, because it was just like, I have nothing else but you. And I need you in this moment. Like I, I'm wanting, I'm wanting you. And it was almost like the Lord would tenderize my heart in such a way that it would allow a door to open in me so that he can pour into me more, that he would, He could entrust me with more, or he could give me a deeper revelation of, of something. So for me, fasting became more of not just trying to seek an out answer or trying to seek a breakthrough or trying to see, you know, God, you know, come down from heaven which I desire those things mm-hmm. and I do fast in those ways crying out to him for those things but for me fasting is is a gift for me to allow my heart to experience something more of him that I wouldn't have been able to experience where those distractions would have possibly hindered me to really fully giving myself um, to him because it really causes me to be so hungry that I, I just can't help but lean because that's the only way I can survive in that that in that moment is to is to lean into him. So for me, I I enjoy fasting now. Yeah. <laughs> versus before. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Lord's kindness in that is amazing that He allowed you to enter blindly because I can imagine if you really knew what you were getting into, you probably would have been a little more resistant to it. Uh, you know. I want to ask you a question. Um, you know, a lot of people will even ask me, well, why should I fast if I have the Holy Spirit? Um, if I've been given all things, then what's what's the the point in fasting? Why Why is this something I should do? Or why don't you fast more sometimes? Why, why should I do this? Because now I'm a believer. Jesus died on the cross. You yeah. know, I have all things. Yeah. Well, something that um, that I've read in Mark chapter 2, um, I'm reading from the New King James Version, verse 18. Um, this is a great 
example of of why why fast. Uh, it says the disciples of John and of the Pharisees were fasting. Then they came and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Then Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unshrunken cloth on an old garment or else the new piece pulls off or pulls away from the old and tear is made worse or in the tear is made worse and no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine bursts the wineskins the wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined but the new wine must be pulled into new wineskins hmm yeah, you know, as as she was reading along, I was reading in the New Living Translation, and one of the phrasing is, Jesus says, but someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. It almost implies that fasting is also an exercise of mourning, um, that longing to be connected. Uh, when you realize that <laughs> the party's over and, and you long for that. Uh, I know fasting... Uh, can be made manifest in many ways. I love that you had shared earlier that, you know, it doesn't matter what you fast, whether it's a type of food, whether it's social media, uh, video games, uh, uh, maybe it's a specific type of music, because um, it's really about the heart. Like, it's it's all about again, abstaining from legitimate pleasures and going, Jesus, I want to feast on you, but there's not enough room for you because I've filled myself with all of these other things. Um, and there really is a power um, and grace when we fast together. Um, I know that for Heather and I, that you and I have started, um, recently we just did a seven-day fast, um, specifically from social media, that one was definitely geared more towards an answer. Um, you know, if you are, I want to encourage you, if you're struggling to hear the Lord, um, choose a day to fast. Uh, even if it's from deleting Facebook from your phone for a day. And those moments that you would normally be tempted to look at Facebook, you instead go, okay, Jesus, talk to me. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I waste a lot of time scrolling through my newsfeed on my phone. Um, and it all adds up. But um, so fasting is for the tenderizing of our hearts um, to create a softening in our hearts so that we can hear the Lord more clearly, so that we can feel his presence even more near. Uh, but you can also, there's fasting for breakthrough and fasting for breakthrough is fasting unto an answer of something um, where there's a specific driven purpose of for breakthrough. Um, and really, um, that's part of what uh, another reason why we wanted to share about the power of fasting is one, to build your faith, that it's a regular practice that you should embrace uh, on a regular basis, whether it's choosing a couple days a week to fast, uh, whether it's taking seven days, 10 days, 14, an entire month, whatever that looks like, uh, seek the Lord for. Uh, because he's faithful to lead you, uh, 
just if you're going to fast food, <laughs> please be mindful if you have medical conditions. <laughs> we don't want you doing a 40-day water fast if the Lord has not really called you to that. And if you're like, yes, wait a minute, <laughs> what are you even talking about? Then that's okay. Um, you can reach out to us and ask us more questions about that. Also, before we jump into this next section, if you do have questions about fasting, if you have questions about anything, seriously, email us, uh, hit us up on Facebook, send us a private message, check out our website, revolutionfireministries.com. You can email us from there. Uh, we would love to have a conversation, uh, especially keep that in mind with this next section that, that we're going to talk about. Um, wanted to bring up um, a ministry called The Call. Um, and The Call is founded by Lou Engel, and uh, there's, I can go into a lot of history, but really that community um, their vision is to create Joel 2 gatherings, not to create, to call Joel 2 gatherings. Um, and what that means is, in a real quick, brief context, is when there's a crisis in the land, uh, there's the job of the body of Christ, though the Joel's in the Old Testament, there is a calling for all believers, children of the Most High God, to come together in this Joel 2 outcry uh, that God would reach down and bring salvation. Um, and in fact, I'll, I'll quick read that. So Joel chapter 2, um, again under the NLT, this is what Joel says, sound the trumpet in Jerusalem, rise the alarm on my holy mountain, let everyone tremble in fear because the day of the Lord is upon us. Mind you, that day of the Lord uh, is not just when the Lord is going to return the second time, but there are days of the Lord where there's moments of crisis. <clears throat> Verse 12, this is, uh, this is why the Lord says, Turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothes in grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate. He's slow to get angry. He's filled with unfailing love, and he's eager to relent and not punish. Who knows? Perhaps he will give you a reprieve, sending you a blessing instead of a curse, and perhaps he will be, offer, be able to offer grain and wine to the Lord your God as before. There's a lot in that verse, but it is God's holy prescription. It is his remedy to call the body of Christ into that corporate place of fasting, weeping, and mourning. That's fasting, and that's intercession. That's making intercession on behalf of standing in the gap. It, it also speaks in the Old Testament that the Lord looked for a watchman, somebody to stand in the gap in between him and humanity, that they would stand up and cry, mercy, 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 God have mercy. So Joel 2 gatherings, that is what the call is, uh, gathering the people together. So um, there's a really awesome event coming up, uh, more than awesome, a, a divine historic event called Awaken the Dawn. You can check it out online. We're not going to go into a bunch of details right now. And then there's the call where they're calling the 
the call is calling the women of America to the mall, the National Mall in Washington, D.C., uh, for a Joel 2 Psalm Assembly gathering that the women of this nation would fast and pray and cry out to God. Um, their tagline is prepare like Esther and fight like Deborah. If you've never heard of those two women in the Bible, look them up. They'll, their stories will absolutely rock you. So, the reason why we're bringing that up is the call has actually called a fast um, leading up to this. And it's actually a month-long fast, September 1st to the 30th. Um, you know, we're just finding out about it or we would have shared this sooner. Uh, but we are entering in. And even though it's calling the women of America to fast, to prepare like Esther, I believe that as men... Um, it is our job to come around the women in our lives and to support them and protect them and cover them, not just in prayer, but also join them in fasting. Uh, and so you can check out www.thecall.com and click up on Rise Up the Fast. You can actually register uh, for the fast, but, but this is just the brief, um, their description. It says, before every coronation, there's a consecration. We are calling women to the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on October 9th, both young and old. A mass Esther movement daring to break the death decree of abortion and to see a great spiritual awakening in America. Over the last couple of months, we've been reading Esther and there was a deep preparation before she appealed and petitioned the king. Before she went before the king, she was silent for 30 days. We're calling women into a 30-day consecration, September 1st to the 30th, to pray fast, cry out for their children, to call out to God for America, and to go deep in God. It's time for Queen Esther's coronation in America, and we are calling her to a consecration before the courts of heaven. Join us in a 30 days of preparation to shift history, September 1st to the 30th, and then appear before the king on October 9th, 2017 at Rise Up the Call in Washington, D.C., Okay, that was a lot. I speak really fast. You can check it out on the website. But us here at Revolution Fire Ministries, we are jumping into this fast with both feet. Um, I feel like, you know, Jesus talks about to do it in secret, but there's also the corporate reality where grace comes. Um, and the beautiful thing about doing it in a community is there's accountability. Um, accountability when we mess up, uh, knowing that there's extra eyes watching us, that it's not just the Lord, but um, that if we do mess up, that there's those believers around us, brothers and sisters, to build us up and edify us, to remind us that we didn't blow it, that we're human, and there's grace. Um, just because you break a fast or mess up doesn't mean that it's wasted. Again, remember, it's about your heart before the Lord. It's about the movements of your heart and connecting with Him. And uh, and that's why this fast is being called, that the women of America would fast and pray for their families and this nation. Um, man, what a powerful picture. So I personally uh, am feeling led to give up all sugar for 30 days. Um which is a big deal for me. I normally don't consume a ton of sugar anyways, uh, but it's definitely something that the Lord put on my heart. When it's a bigger fast like this, 
Seek the Lord. Ask him, God, what do you want me to give up? Um, and sometimes it's a very difficult thing that he asks you to give up. But let me tell you, uh, the bigger the sacrifice, the greater the reward. Um, and so embrace that. And so one of the reasons we're also announcing this is that uh, if you want to enter in, we would love for you to reach out to us and we would love to help be able to build a community uh, around this where we can touch base with each other, even if it's over social media. Um, I'll create, uh, you know, we're on Facebook, Revolution Fire Ministries. You can just search it. Um, I'll create a page on our Facebook page um, where we can encourage one another. We can invite our friends Um we can share scripture, encouragement, what the Lord's saying, what the Lord's sharing. And in fact, we uh, will be going to D.C. for Awaken the Dawn of the Call. So uh, also, if you're feeling led to go to D.C. Um, for that event, definitely reach out to us. But all in all, um, this is all about the building up of our faith and fasting is an amazing tool that we can utilize. Again, remember, it's about your heart posture. It's not so much about what you're fasting, but why you're fasting. You're fasting legitimate pleasures to feast on the absolutely unimaginable superior pleasures of Jesus. So, And I know that we're calling... You know, anybody, you know, who wants to contact us that feels led to fast with us. But I just feel like um, I should also encourage you that, yeah, 30 days sounds very intimidating. And if you have fasted before and you've messed up so many times and you've you've gotten to that place like, dang it, I just took, you know, a bite of the one food that I, you know, I chose to fast. And I just I messed up the entire fast. Like That's not what fasting is about. It's about the yes in your heart, saying yes to him. And yeah, you might have taken that bite out of whatever it was or you've you know, got onto social media accidentally and because of that temptation, press delete and push forward because God sees your heart. He sees the yes in your heart and he is still moved that you are choosing him above the other things that, that you would normally give yourself to. So don't be afraid of 30 days. There was times where I was afraid of the longer day fasts, but but realizing it's more about your heart and his heart. Press delete, keep pushing forward, and keep saying yes to him because I know that the Lord's heart is moved and he will meet you. Uh, I wanna, We want to quick pray for you and bless you. And again, feel free to reach out to us either online, www.revolutionfireministries.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, also on Facebook. So, Lord, I thank you for my friends. God, I thank you for Lou Engel. I thank you um, that he's a papa in the faith and that he is one that you've raised up to help call these fasts, to mobilize your church to fast and to pray like never before. Lord, provoke every single heart that hears this. Lord, even if they're hearing this after the fast started, uh, it's not too late to start. If you're hearing this on September 28th, September 29th, it's not too late to jump in for those last couple days. So bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen.